Hi guys, welcome back to Slice of Life. I'm Kay. I'm T. And today we are talking about Kiss Him, Not Me. So T, take us through what Kiss Him, Not Me is about. Okay, so Kiss Him, Not Me revolves around a character called Kai and she's a second year high school student and she loves the BL, so boy love. Nice. And she basically starts out uh, pretty gross, whatever, and she loses a bunch of weight after her favourite character, Xion, dies um, in the series that she's watching, gets really attractive and the class hotties who she has a crush on and tends to ship with one another, yep. uh, suddenly start to take notice of her. And that's the show. <laughs> How they take notice of her and what she does uh, after that. Can I just say, first off, I think it would be great if it was so easy to lose weight just by grieving over an anime character. If it was that easy, I'm, I'm sure everyone would lose the weight that they want to lose. You know? <laughs> I don't think it is that easy. I know, I know it's not that easy, but she loses but right. a it's lot very of weight. We're talking about uh, her going from morbidly, morbidly obese down to like your standard anime hot girl, girl hot character, yep. which is really Even her quite face skinny. change. Even her hair changes. It's amazing. She becomes yeah, that's right. Her hair is really gross beforehand, and then it becomes luscious and long like every other leading lady in anime. Now... I love this show. I love this show so much. There is one negative to this show. I'm going to say it early on so that, you know, we get it out of the way and I can vent about it now. Okay. Um, her voice when she is overweight. Yes, that is quite, uh, yes. Quite her voice when she is skinny and hot. I don't think losing weight, last time I checked, I don't think losing weight changes your vo- vocal cords that much. Yeah. Maybe we should play a little clip of her voice before and after. Just so you can get the yeah. idea. So here's before. <laughs> and here's after. And you can see, like, it's ridiculous. But it is ridiculous. And it's somewhat offensive, but I think it's meant to be <laughs> meant to be nice and lighthearted. But I can totally yeah. see if people would take offense at that because yeah. it makes makes her morbidly obese state seem like she's a monster <laughs> and she's some sort of like closet dwelling. But please weirdo. don't judge it by that. Please don't yes. judge the whole series just by that one okay. negative. So that's your gripe. That's the gripe. But now that that's out of the way, let's get to the good stuff because yeah. the rest of the series is amazing this yeah it is pretty amazing um even as someone who wasn't that accustomed to bl based animes if there are many of those i still found it amazing yeah it was it was really easy to get into the show and it was really i was just really invested in a lot of the characters and again starting with a somewhat negative my (laughs) least favorite character of the series you probably agree with me, is Igarashi. Uh, all right, let's 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 take you through the ensemble cast. I'm sure. sure if you're listening to this, you've probably seen it or you're going to see it. So either way, you'll know who we're talking about. But So there are uh, five main characters. There's 
you know, Kai, who's number six, but the five others who are kind of vying for her love, I guess, mm-hmm. are Nana and Igarashi, who are her classmates, also in second year. There's Shinomiyo-kun, who is in the year below her, first year. Yep. There's Shima, who is a girl also in her year, I think, is also in... Oh, no, she's also she's in... She's underclassman, yeah, yeah. she's also in first year. And then Mutsumi-senpai, mm-hmm. who is in third year and is just adorable. So, yes, the cast... Um, who, so, who is your least favourite of uh, the cast and why? Uh, I would probably say Igarashi-kun as well. I think uh, Igarashi is a bit conceited. Like, I think from the get-go... He's playing the nice guy card, but his character doesn't really develop throughout the series. Like, I feel Mm. episode one, he's like the nice guy boy next door. And by the end of the series, he's still nice guy boy next door. Not really making a move, but also trying to appear like, I'm the best of the best. Pick me. But he doesn't bring anything to the table, really. Doesn't he? I I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh... (laughs) He's a little bit of a boring character for me, and it's hard for me to really cheer for him in the competition for Kai's affection. Uh, but uh, does he have any redeeming features? Mm, he's nice. Like, he's genuinely nice. I think his problem is he's got the sort of um, the Taylor Swift about him in that he appears... You're no, your average boy next door, and I'm so down to earth and genuine. And I've only got your best interest at heart. But as soon as Kai starts leaning towards another, you know, one of the members of the ensemble, he gets a bit bitter and enraged a lot. And I feel like if she was to choose him, I don't know, he'd, you'd see a darker side to Igarashi. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. You get hints, don't you? I think he and Shima would work together if but Shima was yeah, ever save your judgment. I'm just, I'm save just it. saying, like as a right off the bat. I yeah. Think, yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's move on to uh, Senpai then. Okay. Um, what did you think of Senpai? And without putting too many spoilers out there, <laughs> um, I liked Senpai. I think. If I was to choose one of the ensemble cast for Kai-chan, I would choose Senpai because mm. he's very sensible. He's a history nerd. He's just your average, like, gentle giant. He's really soft. He wants everyone to get along. But he's also good-looking and smart. So I think, you know, as an all-rounder, Senpai works pretty well. And he was the kindest to her at the start. You know how, when, so in the first episode, she gets hit in the face with a volleyball or something. Mm. I got excited. Yeah, I got I, excited. I thought it was thought like Haikyuu, but... Yep. <laughs> uh, she gets hit in the face and Senpai, I think, is the first one to come see her. Mm, and it's obvious he doesn't discriminate against her because yeah, of her weight, yeah, yeah. whereas all the others do. Because those guys are in a club together. Yep. And so that's how he knows her. And you're right, the, all the other guys, I think, like, Nana does it sort of jokingly, teasing mm. her about her weight, but... Igarashi is kind of mean about her yeah. weight. Yeah, and Shinomiyo-kun, I think, just doesn't. I mean, he's well, to be fair, he's like 15. Yeah. So, yep. Okay, so Senpai, overall, I, I tend to agree with what you're saying. He's pretty, pretty level dude. 10 out of 10, would recommend. <laughs> Maybe not 10 out of 10. I don't know. I Like I said, all-rounder. He is the all-rounder. For Kai-chan. If we're talking just in terms of, you know, a good match for Kai, I think... Senpai, but 
I, I respectfully still have to wait disagree. And see. Okay, well, who would you say was, was Kai uh, Chan's Well, best? the next character, Shima. Uh, who's th- a girl? Who is a girl? I think she's probably a better fit for mm-hmm. Kai. No, for very weird reasons. Okay, number one, she's rolling in the cash. And so mm. she has all the books and all of the yeah. mangas that Kai really likes. And she has and that, she can... like, she has an entire library. I would yeah. go with her just for the cash. I'm just, I'm just looking out for Kai here. Yep. She's got, she's going to be set up. Yep. Shima is also very fiercely protective. Mm. And actually, to her credit, Shima did notice Kai when she was overweight. That's right. Yeah, and she I helped think her she out. liked her because she was like cute and soft and like bubbly. I don't think she she made over like her being overweight a point of liking her. Yeah, that's right. But later she does say something to the effect of she wants to collect like beautiful things or something. Yeah, bit creepy. Yeah, bit but you're, creepy. but you're right. Her first interaction with her, she noticed her and she mm. like senpai. They yep. both see through the. Awkward exterior, yes. <laughs> which is what we all want, really. And also, she can, you know, share in her BL with Kai. Mm, so, that's true. The two of them can fan. And that is why she's the best. Mate. Okay, so you reckon Shima? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. She's younger than her, though. Mm. Does that bother you? Nah, no, that's fine. Okay, can I just say I also really like that there's a girl in the reverse harem. You know, usually in harem shows mm. or reverse harem shows. It's either all girls or all boys as the ensemble cast. I really like that they threw a girl in there who is also into BL. Yeah. And, and they go mad for it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just really nice. And their friendship is really nice. Yep. I, I think that's one of my favorite points of this show. That's another thing. I don't know why I thought about this. But Waishima is a great choice purely in the anime world, not mm. in the real life, obviously. But uh, because she has six skills. Yep. She's a mangaka, like yep. she's an artist, she does... She's very talented. Yeah. You know? She's got her own little like publishing thing set yep. up. Yeah, that's yep. what I'm talking about. Okay. And that's why Senpai's good also. He's got history skills. <laughs> that's a Nunchuck real skill. skills, bow hunting, hunting skills. skills. Exactly. Well, let's move on then to my personal favourite of the ensemble cast, who is Nana. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about more about Nana later and his amazing skills, but... I think Nana and Kai get along at the start because he looks like Shion, her favorite anime character that that's died right. that's in the show. That's probably the main reason. Yep. So I think that's why he's in the running. Um, but I don't know, something I think I like in anime and in general, just TV and movies, when a character starts off as a dick but ends up having like a soft mm. side. And he's kind of like a chicken nugget, you know. He's really crunchy on the outside. Chicken nugget, love chicken nuggets. A bit burnt, Didn't a bit crispy, but then on the inside, he's all smushy and soft, and probably tastes delicious. Yeah. So, I tend to agree with some of those points. I think Nana is a good character, mm. and he definitely redeems himself towards the end of the season. Mm. And it's also really cool that he is so like, um, what's the right word? kind to his little sister and he's very very generous with his time and he you know indulges her with a lot of things um but it's sort of i don't know did you at the start though when you were watching it for the first time you didn't know that he would turn out to be a nice person i thought he was gonna screw her over i thought as Ah. soon as she got fat again 
or well, put he on a bit of weight. I mean, yeah, in, in a joking way. I thought because... he was going to like up and leave until mm. that episode where they were working at the theme park. Yeah. I really didn't like Nana. So that kind of was a turning point for me. But yeah, before that, because there is an episode where she puts the weight back on and they all help her out to <laughs> to lose it. And I think the incentive in the end ends up them like holding hands if yeah, she runs 100 metres or poses something. Yeah, and taking photos, yeah. Oh, so cute. Although, that being said, isn't it kind of weird that they're so invested in her weight. And well, I think they say at one point, I think it's Senpai or maybe Shima says at some point, we're not doing this because we want you to be hot again, but because we genuinely care for you and your health. Mm, Whereas okay. the others, I think Nana and Shinomio are like more invested in her appearance being hot again. Yeah, so Shinomio is a bit of a weird one for me. He's not really in the running. He's, like He's not in the running, number one. But I think Kai has a bit of a soft spot for him because he's part of that like cute portion of yeah, her like fantasies and too. that sort when of thing. When he dresses up as a princess in his, yeah, in his school play. Yeah, that's right. Uh, however, for me, he was never in the running and he's also just a bit of a... It's just hard for me to he's like the guy. He's just not on the same level. Yeah. And I think he knows it. There is that episode where I think they go to the beach and he has to protect her against those thugs. Yes, that's um, right. In the haunted house mm-hmm. or whatever it is, yeah. And I don't know, it was cute to watch him, like, try and be manly or his idea of what manly must be, you know, mm-hmm. to protect her the way that the other guys do. But I couldn't shake the, like, little brother feeling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think he was there, like you say, for the cute factor. I yeah. think he was there for the, like, oh, little Kohai trying to be trying to be in the running with yeah. the older kids. Yeah. But good on him. He gave it a good crack. And he and failed. he made some friends out of it. So, you know, isn't yep. that the, the main thing? Yeah, exactly. And so what was, you know, what were some of the highlights for you in the in the series? What made it really good? Because sounds from, you know, what you were saying at the start, it's one of your faves. It's really one of my faves. It's at least top five, and that's saying something. So I think what drew me into this one is kind of like we're on High School Host Club. That reverse harem, but it's not, it's in no way sexual. Like, I feel with a lot of harem animes, there's a a sexual undertone to them. Like, you know, oh, you could do any of these girls or you could do any of these guys or whatever. Have them all at your beck and call. But I think with the reverse harem shows in particular, they are poking fun at that stereotype. So for me, it was just like they start off wanting Kai and this like you know she's so hot and you know we don't know her at all and then when she turns out to be like a complete Fujoshi and she's like mad for the BL they still like her and they still want to be her friend so I don't know I found that really really nice I think also the episode with like I said before Nana and his little sister and the Puri Puri Moon yeah, that Dance. was that was pretty good. Ah, and for anyone who's also a Nana fan like me, there is footage on YouTube. <laughs> if you type in Puri Puri Moon Dance, there's the voice actor of Nana doing the dance, like in the school uniform that they mm. wear. And it's just adorable. Yep. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen that one. I'll oh. watch that. <laughs> I haven't got it saved on my phone. It's yeah, fine. Exactly. Um so yeah, I think I don't know how to explain it, but it's just so light and fluffy and 
the whole thing. Easy to watch, right? Easy to watch. There's no, you know, it, although it revolves around Yaoi and boy love and the idea of Kai, like, creeping in the shadows to watch Igarashi and Nana make out or whatever in her dreams, mm-hmm. there's never any actual BL. And I think that keeps it sort of clean, like... Yeah, it mm. is very clean, you're right. And there's also no real uh, drama in that sense, no really intense drama. Yeah, no drama. angst. Yeah, you don't finish an episode and sort of feel like compelled to watch the next one in a in a really sad way. You know how yeah. sometimes you watch animes and you're like, crap, are these guys going to break up? Is this going <laughs> to gonna break my heart? What's going on? But no. no. I think the most angsty it gets is when Shima and Kai are having a disagreement on who tops and who bottoms. That's right. Yeah, that, that was that was the biggest disagreement. Yeah. That was like the and that was genuinely upsetting for me. I was like, oh no, I really hope Shima doesn't drop out just because they can't agree on this. But that was nice. But that speaks to the character slash the general theme of the show, which mm. is like this ridiculousness yep. of they are so invested in um, these imaginary <laughs> scenarios. Yep. I just want to take a moment to explain what Fujoshi is because I don't think either of us had heard of this term before we watched this anime. I I don't think so. Yeah, I feel like it might have been a bit of a new one. And for anyone who's listening who also doesn't recognise that word, or you might be one and think, I wonder what the rest of the world thinks of me. So Fujoshi is a girl. And this is from Urban Dictionary, mind. So A keep... very valid source. <laughs> Do you remember when Urban Dictionary was just starting out? And oh, it was, yeah. And you could type in your own weird... name and get some great meanings for your own name. So many truths to be found. There's your homework for this week, kids. Go home and Urban Dictionary, your own name. Um, so Urban Dictionary defines Fujoshi as homophile women who get aroused by imagining two or more cute guys loving each other. The Fujoshi herself is not included in the imagination, but usually these cute guys are not gay and the situation is absolutely impossible. Mm. So I think in that sense... That sums up the show. She is the ultimate Fujoshi. She even goes to Comiket and makes the guys come to Comiket with her mm. and stand in line for all of her favourite BL comics. And, yeah. yeah, I don't know. The dedication she shows, I I just couldn't. It's sort of like she's obsessed in a somewhat <laughs> clinical, <laughs> m- mentally... Are you a psychologist? <laughs> well, I just mean, like, she fixates a lot. Yeah, she's got that shrine mm. and the body pillow. But you know what? I mean, I don't know any Fujoshis in real life, IRL, but... There are, I'm sure, people out there who do fixate and obsess on one particular character or on multiple characters getting Mm. together like this. I couldn't tell you how many people I ship in things that maybe is inappropriate, but that's that's a discussion for another day. Please don't tell me. (laughs) But it's true, though, because sometimes if you find the right chemistry of people, let's say there are people out there who really love Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy being together, right? And mm-hmm. they will go down with that ship. It is kind of nice to see her not exist in the in the world. Like instead. when she makes the chocolates of Shion and yeah. she's trying to win the competition. Which she does win, right? Yeah, I think because someone else enters for her. I won't, I won't spoil it. But oh, do I, they? I don't think it's her work Boo. that gets her to the end somehow. Are you sure? I think she wins. She does win, but it's not... not for her work, though. Oh, maybe it was. Because remember, she made that disgustingly... Yeah, it was disgusting, <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, I think it was. I think you're yeah, right. she does win. 
<laughs> oh, bless because you, Because Shima had that awesome, like, Yeah, sculpture. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. That's, I mean, again, Shima is just so cool. She's got that house full of anime. Figurines. Yeah, paraphernalia. Ah, yeah. oh, so good. And a butler. And, uh, and, a butler. and she turns up to school and rolls like she's pretty bowler. <laughs> yeah, I wish there were more Shimmers in other anime. Yes. Yeah. She's know. she's actually quite a strong character in that sense mm. as well. She sticks to what she says a lot. Yep. And there's there's not much that she does that sort of un undoes undoes <laughs> un, undoes undoes. Let's go with that. Undoes the good that she's done. You know yeah. how Igarashi's a bit fickle and he's a bit petty. Mm. I also like that Shima is like she's in it to win it. And I don't oh, yeah, think, she's serious. I don't think there's yeah. ever a moment where the others discount her. Yeah, it's not like, oh, look at her, she's trying. It's yeah, like, they take her serious, seriously yeah. because she's the one, oh, I won't spoil it, but, like, she has a lot of firsts with Kai yes, that the others exactly. don't have the balls to do. Exactly. So good on you, Shima. Uh, so, speaking of balls. While <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're on the topic. While we're on the topic. Um, how much of a ball bag is Senpai's brother. Oh, he's the worst. He's the hairiest, sweatiest <laughs> ball bag out there. Yeah. He's just... Senpai is such a beautiful child, a beautiful man, and his brother is his just the, the worst. worst. His brother, And I'm glad that they had their little showdown. That was adorable. Uh, I guess it's a spoiler because... The way we're talking about it, it implies <laughs> that he won. Uh, but I'm glad that Senpai got his chance to stand up to his brother mm-hmm. and fight for what he believes in because he had, he was like, what, 10 years, 15 years into like his brother bullying him mm-hmm. and locking him in farmhouses. In, yeah, taking advantage of him and taking things from him. Yep. His brother's dick. Yep. But again, that shining light of it's about more than just, you know, this girl becomes hot and these boys might love each other. It's about, you know, family reconnection. What a beautiful thing. What a, what a beautiful story. <laughs> so, okay, we've ranked who is the best character. And you choose Nana. And Well, I choose Nana, but I also choose Senpai to go okay. with Kai. So yep. Nana is like an aside. Nana is just a good character. Who would you... So before I said that Igarashi and Shima might make a good couple. Oh. Who would you say is a good side couple? Uh, Shinomiya Mm. and no one. (laughs) I really dislike Shinomiya. He's not that bad. He's He's just annoying. He's just just a kid. He's got that little brother complex. But he's also really impatient and really like (laughs) afraid of everything and but he was cute when he dressed up as that princess. Well, maybe, okay, him in princess form and uh, Senpai's brother. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's one for you fan fiction writers out there. I bet you hadn't thought of that. That'll be a raging success. Oh, yeah. I also really enjoyed the episode where they had a cosplay cafe and they dressed Igarashi in Attack on Titan clothes. Oh, yeah. And Nana as Shion. Um, yeah. And I think there was a bit where uh, Kai said something and the art, like the animation, 
Oh, it changed. Style. Yeah, yeah, it changed to similar to uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. And so mm. I think all through that episode, if I was to watch it again, I would pick up on more references to other animes throughout. The art in this show was pretty great too. It's I think it's, it's very pleasing on the eye. I think that's it. And it's the same with most, you know, shoujo um, shows is that they use a lot of pastel, a lot of yeah. big eyes and shiny hair because, you know, they want to keep it light and fluffy. Yeah, for shizzle. And why wouldn't you, really? So do you want to move on to our uh, zombie teams? <sighs> yep. All right. All right. So like we did last week, last episode... Uh, we're going to have five main players in okay, the team. Okay, so run me through them again. Okay, we've got the tank. Yep. Who sort of just runs in, hacks people up, that sort of thing. Of course. We've got the healer type. Mm-hmm. And we've got the village idiot who gets everyone killed. That's There's thing. always one. There's always one. Um, we've got the skilled person, Daryl Dixon. Dixon type, usually skilled with a bow. Yep. In these zombie scenarios. Actually, yeah, that's true. Even that's Katniss. Because, Even know, Legolas. It's always a bow. Hawkeye. Very versatile. And they don't weigh much. Maybe. Mm. And the last one is Comic Relief. And so, yeah. What, what do you think? We've got the Tank, Healer, Comic Relief, Daryl Dixon, and the Village Idiot. <laughs> All right. Well, for Village Idiot, I'd put in Shinomi Okun. Because... Let's face it, don't roll your eyes like that. He's not that bad, but he would he would, he get, would get them, them killed. into trouble. Yeah, yeah, he would, for yeah. sure. And he'd be the one when they say, you know, all right, let's all stay quiet and make sure the zombies don't find us. He'd be the one to trip over a paint can and then land on the fire alarm and then be like, oh, you guys, oh, help, help me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for my healer, it'd have to be Senbai because he's yep. so nice Makes and caring. Makes complete sense. Um, for the comic relief, Nana. He can putty putty moon his okay. way out of any. You need any a good laugh attack. in the apocalypse. So. Exactly, and he provided. Um, for the what am I missing? The all rounder Daryl Dixon. It's got to be Shima. Yeah. She is baller at everything. Yes, absolutely. And what am I missing? You're missing the tank. Oh, of course. Aren't you? <laughs> Kai Chan. Kai Chan, yes. <laughs> because I can I can imagine actually, and this is, you know pretty genuine if there was a horde of zombies and behind that horde of zombies was say nana and senpai and they were like if you get through this horde of zombies yeah, we'll hold would. hands yeah. she would she's destroy capable. them yeah she's capable of a lot yeah she'd yeah. probably tear them apart with her own teeth yeah all right give me yours mine are exactly the same but really? boring but yeah basically i also just want to eliminate igarashi because <laughs> he's, not, he's not very strong in the zombie apocalypse that being said i mean neither of us had read the manga. So if for all we yeah, know, true. He must That's be very true. Just basing this on the anime. Yep. Uh, but yeah, exactly the same. Although that being said, I'm. It's it's not really in line with the role of the uh, the five roles that we have there. But if I could just have five people out of the six, I would not have Shinomiya mm. because I would trade him in for Igarashi because he would probably be more useful with a bat or with a knife. And he'd make good bait. You could, you Who? know. Igarashi. Yeah. He's quite meaty. He's taller than Shinomi Okun. So you could, you know, strip his clothes off and be like, run free. Distract them. Yeah, true. And he'd do a good job because he's noble. Or at least he likes to think he's noble. He likes to think he is, yeah. Yeah. If you told him that you running in first will 
get you a date. Actually, if you told any of them that, mm. they would probably do anything you want them to do. Yep. I think it should be said that this show is very similar to an Otome game, which is like a uh, dating, dating game. simulator yeah. game. Yeah. I think maybe that's what it's meant to be. I, yeah, I haven't maybe. researched this show and it's, you know, background that well. Origins. But I just get the feeling that that's what they're playing on. That like, you know, she's got all these guys and they go on different dates together and mm. you've got to choose a guy at the end of the at the end of the series, but who will she choose? Do do do. So, yeah, that's probably all I had to say about that show. It was really awesome yep. and really fun to watch. What um chocolate rating? <laughs> oh, we're doing that you, now. Oh, well, you you were so keen to do it last okay, time. Okay. So, before I get find a chocolate in my head, mm. I'd say this show is easy to digest, mm-hmm. sweet, and it did have me coming back for more. Yep. I could definitely binge watch a lot of them. Yep. So a chocolate that fits into that category, I reckon a, a twirl. A twirl? A twirl's That's pretty good. That's quite high praise from you. Well, yeah, twirl's good, okay. just like this show. Great. It's smooth. Yep. Sweet. Yep. Have like six or seven of those bad boys before you start to feel sick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. What do you think? Um, you know, at Easter time, and I think now at Christmas time, they bring out those. It's like a, a giant marshmallow covered in chocolate, and usually it's in the shape of like a bunny or an Easter egg or something Christmassy. Okay, sure. Whatever it is, it's, it's basically just a marshmallow that's coated in chocolate. Yeah, and. You eat, say, five, and because the marshmallow hasn't expanded yet, you're like, I can keep going through ten of these. And then boom. Exactly. But you know what? It's sweet and fluffy. Mm. Like you say, easy to digest. And I could probably binge a few of them, a fair few of them, just like at Christmas time. I'd probably end up looking like Yeah, you just turn into Kai. Kai. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, you know... That's about it. Yeah. And before I forget, what was the name of the show that you mentioned last week? That you... <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. It was Magic Mountain. Can we just play the similarities between okay, the we'll do a comparison. of okay. Kami Summer Kiss and the start, the intro song of Magic Mountain? Okay, here you go. And now for Kami Summer Kiss. See, I told you, they're sort almost of. the exact sort same. That... Did you know that they were the same writers that wrote those songs? Shut up, they were not. Okay, they weren't. <laughs> so you did know that. <laughs> I guess that brings us to the yeah, end of the show. Yeah, that's the end of that one. I mean, we probably watched that one a while ago as well, so not a lot of the things are fresh in my mind. Yeah, but... it was released last year, and I'm not sure if they have any plans yeah, for season a... two, but the manga has continued from where the anime left off, so if mm. you were a big fan of the anime and you're wondering where to turn to next, I know for a fact that there are some sad moments in the manga. Yeah, yeah I won't spoil it, but I mean, not genuinely sad, like, no one dies, but, okay. you know, like... Not even Shinomiya? Not even. <laughs> if I said yes, would you go yes, out and read the manga? <laughs> my, my, my negative feelings for him aside... Really great show. Definitely worth watching, even if you might be a bit apprehensive about the whole boy love aspect of it. It is hilarious. It's not all boy love. 
It's not. Me. It's certainly not uncomfortable. It's a lovely show, and I think yeah, it would appeal to most people who enjoy romance, shoujo, or just general adventures in friendship and love. Yep. And also, if you want to hate on Shinomiya, <laughs> just get that in there. Shinomiya, R.I.P. He's not dead. He's, well, he's gonna die eventually. Okay. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon, hopefully. See you next episode. Well, we won't see you, but uh, we'll have another episode soon. And what are we going to talk about then? Bit of Seven X service. And yeah. Oh, you're giving me the raised eyebrows. I guess that means it's Seven X yeah, service. Little, little teaser there. No. <laughs> Nothing. No one. Nothing. All right. Thanks for listening to our show. If you'd like to find out more information about any of our episodes or see all the other stuff that we're doing, including song covers on the old guitar, check out our website, www.sliceoflifepodcast.com or our YouTube channel. Just type in Slice of Life Guitar into YouTube or find the link on our website. We've also got an Instagram account at sliceoflife underscore TK. And that's probably about it. We'll see you next time. See you next time.